<laughs> James Pikeway, Colin Thomas, the We Will Fix a Podcast. I, you know, I could go on that Bob the Builder is, you know, who goes to you when they need to get repaired, which is pretty much like it is. You know, there's often also a lot of comments about Chuck Norris. You know, and Chuck Norris, Chuck Norris contacts you when oh, he needs yes. to get a repair. <laughs> I like that one. Chuck, call. I'm available for you. We will fix a podcast. We haven't done one of these live in the flesh, coming to you from the Rove secret podcast room at the moment. Hasn't been announced. It's happening though. Does that mean we don't exist? Uh, Technically not. I love that. (laughs) But we're talking repairs. We're talking stuff. We got a whole bunch to go over, including the images that came off of Instagram with the guys pulling weeds, uh, sorry, roots out of drainage pipes. And it was spectacular. It's it's a really odd one, that, isn't it? Yeah. You you don't really think about things growing in your drainage pipes. No. Yet when it happens, it is just horrific. Well, and, and we were talking about this just on our last podcast. We were yeah. talking about sewage and we we're talking about the water pipes and how, where did the roots get in? So, but basically if you go to the, we will fix it Instagram page, scroll down until you find the videos of the guys cleaning a literally this, I'm looking at the, the picture. These are drainage pipes Yes, and they're pulling meters up on meters of roots from trees out of it. And so the first thing I'm thinking, because I see the garden, I'm thinking, where did the roots get in to the system? Well, I mean, first of all, that one that they pulled, I think was about three and a half meters. That wasn't a particularly long one. (laughs) We've literally had them at 30 feet plus before now, which is just unbelievable. And they were were at least a diameter of two, three inches. Like this was clogging up the drainage. Yeah, absolutely. And um, if you imagine, we're kind of at, what, four inches is a normal main Mm. sewer line, something like that, I think. Although I must admit, sewage is not my special (laughs) subject, which probably is a good thing for anybody who's thinking of inviting me to dinner. Um, but but the uh, the issue with them is that you can get cracks, especially in the top of the pipes, mm. which is traditionally where it happens. And the pipe itself will function pretty much correctly for, for a while to go. Okay. So, therefore, nobody really knows. So, how did you find out where the cracks actually happened? Did, did you find out where the breach took place? It's two different scenarios here. Uh-oh. You have the normal scenario, which is tenants in Dubai, which is, I've got a blockage, you need to fix it. And then you've got the discussion that happens afterwards, which is, okay, so we got rid of the blockage. However, this is coming back, unless you actually excavate. Well, how much do excavate? Well, we (laughs) only deal with technicians. We have technicians at our company, not laborers. We would strongly advise that you don't go with us for this job because we're going to be very expensive digging up all the ground that's required to try and excavate to exactly where the issue lies. And the only way of doing it for these size of pipes is physically to dig it, excavate the length until you find where that crack is, chop it out and replace that section where the problems occur. It's nasty. On bigger pipes these days, there's a really good high-tech solution where uh, basically it's a little cart that can go down um, and uh, basically find the location and then it literally can patch from the inside. It's utterly incredible when I saw it. Um, But extremely expensive, used by developers when they're on uh, kind of master sewer uh, sewer systems. Um, But for domestic situations very rarely will that work well and this is one of those things this is kind of a dubai oddity although not really a dubai oddity this is worldwide you have a nice garden you want to have some nice shady trees put in the trees obviously have great root structures in some parts of the world back in england those root structures actually hold the tree in so they're pretty severe roots 
they need water here in the Emirates. They need water. So they're all over the place and they're scouring underneath your lawn and sidewalks and looking for water sources. I don't, it's like they have this magic ability to, to smell out a pipe at which point they just start burrowing. Yeah. Well, uh, that's the reason why um, Damas trees, isn't it? Yeah. Why, yeah. why they're now banned here. Yeah. Yeah. Are they, are they banned everywhere or just in the developments? Definitely. I think in the, developments. just in the developments. I have those in my backyard. I've yeah. got Damas trees in my backyard. I kind of so. like them. Back in the day, we used to plant them before I, we knew there was an issue. Well, I call them quickie trees. They are. They're ridiculously quick. <laughs> well, not only are they quickie, they're extremely cheap. You can pick those yeah. up at 10 dirhams a pot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But not allowed to anymore, so we don't. Well, and, and the roots are just crazy. Yeah, yeah. But so. you need to be to grow that quick, don't yeah. you? Yeah. You know, it's looking at like looking at my son's feet. They're way too big for him. <laughs> last week. This week. God, your feet look small. You just shot up. So what what was the end result with these back to the, the root issue? What was their what was their end take? Did they, the, they end, the end take was we now know that you can do the job and we'll call you next time we need you. Which is pretty much as expected. But you know, we you've got to understand that when, when you're a tenant especially, yeah. um, spending the kind of money that would be involved in actually solving that issue is is more than most people would want to spend. Yeah. Well, there we go. You've got great news. You have found a villa. It, I mean I don't think how many episodes we've gone through. I think it's four. I think I, I should go, probably go back and go back through them and call, you know, compile just the house hunting because we had great ones talking about backyards and kitchens. And yeah. now, then we had the, it all fell apart. Yes, and then we did. had, okay, I've been looking and we had now the house inspection episodes. Yep. And on the last one, you were literally in a moment of despair. It was really bad. Actually, last week was really, really bad because we were right at that crux position of, um, I may well have to go into temporary accommodation here. Yeah, yeah. And um, my wife now is just cannot believe that I've actually done this because it was my decision to move. We, we lived in a lovely property, but I wanted the kids to be able yeah. to swim and yeah. um, swim within our environment rather than having to go elsewhere. It was, that was what, what I was aiming for. I think you're, you're positive on it being four episodes. I actually think that was the second batch. And I've been moaning on about this for a hell of a lot longer, but then it all went quiet for, yeah. for, for a few episodes. So it's been, it's literally been three months, maybe even four of concerted effort to try and find something. So how did, how did you land this one? You would not believe how we landed this one. So I literally had every single uh, reputable real estate company. And you know what? Here's an interesting one for you on that. Everybody is very detrimental about real estate companies. Well, my experience has been on the whole, or the guys I've engaged, has been universally exceptional. Really? Really, really good. Which no is, one ever says anything good about these guys. Well, it's exactly the opposite to the experience that we had with the landlords' uh, mm, real estate mm. outfits who were shocking in terms of the their complete disregard for anything that we asked them to do, um, including leaving doors open to yeah. the garage, uh, sorry, to the garden where the puppy escaped, which literally was oh, a, no. an, uh, yeah, it was that moment. I mean, it's literally what, eight months old and yeah. he's got no concept at all of uh, st- as it turns out he does have a concept of where <laughs> home is because he wouldn't leave the kids found him sat in the garage thank god the door was open but uh, night and day so yeah. the the guys we were dealing with were universally professional um fantastic to deal with um, but we stuck with all the reputable agents sure. but just we couldn't get the right property yeah. as it turned out i came in almost just after the last podcast, the next day, I came into the office, went into um, the, our marketing manager's office, and literally I'm a 
head on the desk and was just thumping it. And um, I was trying to explain how difficult can it be to find a five-bed with a swimming pool in the Arabian Ranch. This is just ridiculous. And then she said, you're after a five-bed with a pool in the Arabian Ranches? I'm like, yeah. She's like, one second, one second. She went, ah, yesterday a friend of mine was just saying how she needed to leave a five-bed yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the ranches with a swimming pool because her kids are, are going to Dubai College, which is too far away. I went, you're kidding me. She's like, one second. Rang her there and then. Yeah. Lovely, uh, lovely British family. Turns out they're 300 yards away from where we currently are. Next morning, we're at their place. And uh, it was. it's just... It, it needs a lot of work, but it, yeah. it's as bare bones. It's absolutely. I mean, from idea. day one, you've been talking about the fact that you wanted to create your environment anyway. Yeah. So a lot of work. It, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we we'd kind of found something that was a compromise, but had been done beautifully ah. um, two weeks before. But we couldn't agree on the price. It, right. was, it was after mega money, and so we kind of had a, another benchmark for for which to work with. Um, and then this place is. It's still got its compromises, but the plot's not quite as big as we would have ideally liked. But then it's got a really decent sized pool in it. It's a nine meter by four and a half meter pool, which for a private one is pretty big, decent. Yeah. Um, and there's space around it for the kids to be able to um, to cycle and the dog to go crazy and all. And the you know, stuff you know the area to, like yeah, this yeah, really is well. this is your neighborhood. Yeah, absolutely. How's the parking lot for all the cars that you like to buy? Uh, I found it around the corner. It's like 200 yards away. Okay. And, uh, so far enough that has... Natalie won't see your collection. Well, the odd thing was, she mentioned, <laughs> we should see where you're going to park the car. And I was like, the car? She went, oh, no, no, I mean the cars. I'm fully aware. I've always known you've had them around the other side of the car. <laughs> I'm like, really? So we had that moment as well. So the, the issue is there is parking there for 10. Okay. And if you imagine other neighbors as well, I normally have seven or eight. So this could be a bit of an issue. But then if it comes to it, I can always go to the original parking yeah. and just, you know, Leave security on my friend anyway. So yeah. it will be all right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it should, it should work from that perspective. But the amount of work that's required... Interestingly enough, the main issues are maintenance related. <laughs> there are ceilings. Really? Yeah, ceilings are, are, um, so are badly damaged from leaking coils. Uh, um, oh, that's wow. there. They've had a few that have been damaged by um, by coils. Remember your room with the um, yeah. with the tiles that were exploding? Yeah. Yeah. I've got a whole bunch of those to do and the tiles that I can't get. So that's going to be really interesting dealing with that one. Um, I've still got that issue. It's, we, we've got a temporary fix, but it's it's starting again. And I'm like, yeah. I'm going to have to get this done. Well, I think some of them, it's quite clear they've been there for a while. And at some point, somebody stood on some of them. So yeah. some of them are already broken. So I'm not sure quite how I'm going to do it. I might just do the whole of downstairs eventually, mm. retail the whole thing, and hope I get enough um, whole tiles up to be able to fix upstairs. But the chances of that are pretty slim. slim. But I only need like six tiles, I think. So okay. maybe yeah, okay. if we focused hard initially yeah. to try and just get six off before we then take a, a jackhammer to it. So you got the coil, so the coil damage. Coils, yeah, all of the ACs need servicing. They absolutely come. Yeah. Um, I've got the floors that need redoing. We're ripping out the entire kitchen. Whoa. Um, so okay, yeah. so what's the, are you going to, now, are we, we've done the kitchen show. Yes, we have. You had a great very plan. Very similar. Yeah, very Are you going to be able to take your plan, as you said, very similar, and just kind of juxtapose it on top? Yes and no. Oh, well. So it's the same kitchen designer. Actually, I went to see her yesterday from Ikea. Yeah, I'm not, that's I'm not what you said. It was, it was the Ikea guys. Yeah. 
Well, she's just incredible. Um, if anybody needs a designer, go to Dina, who's at the Dina? Um, IKEA in Jebel Ali. Okay. And um, she's second to none. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. And 25 years ago, I was uh, my Saturday job was selling kitchens in the UK. <laughs> I can't believe and, that. Yeah, no, I, still think, I still can't believe that. Yeah, so, uh, but Dina's just on a new level. Um, wow. I've never seen anything like it. Um, so she, we're back in with her on Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. And... The main issue at the moment is I believe they have really long delays because of coronavirus. Oh, uh, so is, it the, is the issue getting stock in country, the yes. shipping? Okay. Yeah, I think so. But then more than that, the issue for me will be the, you, the whole idea when you're changing a kitchen is to minimise that time yeah. without a kitchen. Yeah, yeah you can't, you can't so, not have a kitchen. No, exactly. So I need three days beforehand to rip everything out and get tiles off the wall. Just three? Yeah, I can do it in three. Um, really? And then, yeah, no problem. <laughs> that's that's safe. That's safe. If you've got good boys and they know what they're doing, you can do right. it in three days with okay. no problem. Okay. The first day it will be, um, it's vir- be virtually a shell. So, uh, what is, before we go any further, what's yes. the window of time from when you need to when you when these people are going to vacate your new place? Yes. You need to move in. Do you have a window of a few weeks? Oh yeah, I've got loads of time. Twelve okay. twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> So I've got, we've talked a lot about Rick at MacPack. Yeah. So part of the deal that I agreed was because they weren't really wanting to move until the uh, third week of August yeah. and I needed to be out by the end of July, I agreed with Rick that I would pay for their removals, okay? Which works out, wow. mile, well, it works out miles cheaper for me than having to do a split removal with storage yeah. and then a temporary accommodation for three weeks, which would actually be a now, month. Do, do the tenants currently have, do they have a place to go? Do they know yes, where? Yes, they already knew that. So this is, they must be going, this is the best of all worlds. We're getting well, backpack removals yeah. Yeah, it's and we're not well. paying? Yeah, it's working well, but it, it's it's a no-brainer for me as well. I need to, to get things going on my time yeah. scales <laughs> and bless them. They were very accommodating. So it's it's one of those where you just need to think of the bigger picture uh, rather than saving every dirham. Yeah. And um, actually, I save a good probably eight to 10,000 doing it this way. Sure. So it works well for everyone. Um, so Rick is doing a three-day move for them and then a two-day move for us back-to-back. Wow. Um, and So but, he's happy. Yeah, yeah, but the coordination from my side, actually, I've just worked on this now, but just that's why I was slightly <laughs> late arriving. So the coordination for me is literally involving um, a, a mixture of, oh, and I've got a dead garage door. So the garage door has been done with the old tenant in there. Uh-huh. On the day one of the move at 8 a.m., the AC service and the duct clean and one coil are going to be done. At the same time that's going on, both kids' bedrooms are getting painted, uh-huh. and then the tiles will be done on those that day one because I can't move in with the um, yeah. you know, with the guys smashing those tiles to pieces. Yeah. By day two, I should have the um, all the feedback on the ACs that I need to work out what stuff is absolutely critical there and then, which will be done on day two, and we're already mm-hmm. blocking time for that. So that by the time we move in, we've hopefully got all the bedrooms ACs at least legitimate, which is ridiculously important with them. Um, yeah. the and they're not working correctly right so, now. No, no, they're not working correctly right now. No, there's big, there's honestly, there's, there's. Um, That's how are they living in this con- these conditions? Well, if you imagine, it's 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 all minor leaks that are uh, damaging ceilings and okay. marks are being left, but the marks were already there from the last time that happened okay. anyway. So, so they don't know. So, well, they're aware, but it's not bad enough for them to really want to do anything about it. Mm. Um, there's a fascinating scenario with the um, with the property owners as well, which is a. They are a Tanzanian family okay. who are split across New York, Tanzania, and 
Middlesex in England, um, with mm-hmm. three of them having owned, having inherited it from the father, and the feedback from the current tenant who's been there three years, who knew the previous tenant who was there for eight years previously, is these guys are incredible, they're absolutely fantastic. Well, my experience so far has been, they've been utterly incredible. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Emails are answered inside, well, I've had three hours, I think is the longest I've waited. Wow. And they seem to be able to coordinate beautifully as well. Um, from when, when the time zone works in Tanzania, um, then the Tanzanian landlord answers. When the time works, uh, timeline works in New York, then the New York landlord answers. It's, it's quite something, but wow. they've got this beautiful coordination going um, and really lovely humour with it as okay. well, which is really actually genuinely important to me. And they appreciate that our plan and what we, what we intend to do with it and have agreed to a very long contract at a fixed rate that's yeah. 30% below the current rate now. So they've shown a real faith in we will fix it and they knew they knew if we will fix it before and which made life a lot easier. Yeah. But they understand what we're trying to do to it which is to create a beautiful family home uh, that we awesome. hope to stay in for a very yeah. long time. The pergola that you you had, the, the container that you sold. Right. What's the plan? Well, get ready for this. This is just even more ridiculous. <laughs> so it turns out that uh, unfortunately my landlord um, ended up getting uh, made redundant by Emirates, <gasps> which is such a shame. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And um, as a result, he's unfortunately having to sell the property. So okay. as it turns out, we would have been caught in a very difficult situation um, because had we stayed, because yeah. whilst we would have, by law, been able to stay for another 12 months, um, the reality is he probably didn't have the financial wherewithal to be able to sustain that. Um and as a result of that, we, we've kind of dodged a bullet, yeah. as it turns out, which now, having had months of hassle from my wonderful wife... She must be saying, boy, you're such a great husband. No, what she's actually <laughs> saying is, so how long are you planning to carry on mentioning this fact? To which my answer is, about that same four months that you've been giving me the hassle that I've just thrown us out of a perfectly decent house. So it's now, uh, it's now at the stage of... Um, uh, he, so there was a tenant that was moving into Yeah, us. yeah, I remember this. So the first thing I knew was when I sent them a message saying, good news, we've got the property yeah. and, um, you know, we need to coordinate the move in, move out. Oh, so he hasn't told you then? Oh. Well, officially I didn't know, but actually I did. Yeah. Um, because the real estate agents that I've been dealing with had also been showing them other properties. Oh, okay. And I've known these guys for a very long yeah, time. Yeah. So, yes, I did know, but I didn't believe it because it was just too ridiculous well, to be true. Who would think, though? Like, this is the other side, right? Yeah. So what actually happened was the landlord had bought all of the items that I'd sold to the uh, to the tents. He'd paid them for that. Okay. Um, and so he now owns everything. He then came back to me <laughs> to say, don't suppose you want this stuff at a discounted rate, do you? To which I said, absolutely not. Thank you. Oh, no. <laughs> so um, instead, we're actually going to do a, a different design this time around. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's more due to the space because we need to mm. maximize the space. Sure. And the, the limitation that we had previously, which was for those that haven't heard before. Um, I, I encourage a, you, www.podaholics.com. We will fix it. Go to the podcast and go. just go back over the last... Oh, I would say six or seven. Just listen to them all and you will hear the journey. Yes. 
So just to, as a quick bracey, so basically what I'd, uh, I'd done, I'd, uh, for so many years I'd been wanting to do a container project for a yeah. customer and I got close on probably about five, I think, where the pitch was in. They absolutely loved it and then yeah. either budget restraints or change of circumstances meant that they couldn't do it. So when I moved into the current property four years ago, I thought, you know what, I'm actually just going to do it myself. Mm. You're so going to do the prototype. You're going to have it yeah, that everyone well, can look at. And I wanted say, this pergola. So I wanted yeah. this pergola. I had it really clear in my mind what I wanted. Wanted. So we worked off a, a base from a 20-foot container. We extended the, uh, so all of the components, I found somebody who basically builds yeah. custom containers. So we used all the components to basically raise the roof much higher than it would be normally and um, basically create a frame around that works as a pergola. But the one measurement that doesn't work particularly <laughs> well is the depth. It's yeah. only, eight, I think it's 8.8 8 feet. It's a standard 20-foot um, uh, uh, container. So as a result... This time round, I want something that's wider. So right. we're going to custom build it out of um, aluminium, interestingly enough. So not out of a container? No, this one's But is the container guy going to do it out of aluminium? No. The oh. person who's going to do it is the guy who recently did this for Dan. So Dan uh, got one of these built out of yes, aluminium. Yeah, totally different design, but he redid his. Originally, hmm. his was a sail shade, and instead he's, he's done a stunning design um, in his back garden that goes oh. over a kind of bar and um, barbecue area and what have you. Yeah. But this time, Natalie came, unbelievable, we agreed on something. <laughs> so she came what, what, Hold on a second. You and your wife both agreed on... I know. Wow. And it was the first thing that she showed me, which is quite mm. something. So this is going to be a freestanding... Um, a pergola stroke bar stroke. Um, it could well be a kind of an area where we're going to have a few um, bedside yeah, yeah. Kind of okay. scenarios for the pool as well. Um, and we're all going to build that together. We also agree that we're going to put a bamboo roof on it, which could be really Ooh, interesting. Bamboo. Yeah, and I'm going to do it myself, which what? is going to be fun. What? So, you know, you can get rolls, rolls of kind of rattany bamboo type uh, yeah, material. I, well, um, I'm going to, it's going to go right the way down the roof and down the back of it as well with kind of slatted white aluminium uh, ooh, design there, okay. a bar, um, a bar at the front and, um, and away we go from there. So it's going to be, it's going to be quite something when it's done, I think. Yeah. And um, we just need to work out patio is the big thing okay. I'm not good at. Now, so, the, the patio furniture that you spent uh, oh, that's some fine. 49 hours and is it going to be turned white yet or no? No, okay. totally separate area for that. Okay. So this area is, I need uh, some kind of paving solution. Yeah. Um, I think we've got an idea for what we're going to use for that. Um, what we try and do is use my uh, my brother-in-law as a guinea pig. Yeah. So, so what's he done? Yeah, exactly. So his pool's <laughs> utterly stunning, but we've got the pool. We were going to yeah, do yeah, that yeah. pool on original design, but he's got lovely paving, but he says it's only available now in quarter size yeah. um, rather than the big pavers that he's yeah. got. So I'm not sure if that's going to dilute the effect mm. so for that area that's the kind of idea where we're going at the moment um and we may well extend that into another area on the other side of the pool which i'm going to stick in a um a sail shade very similar to the one that i've got okay. with big chunky pillars if oh, we can nice. work out how to do it without putting one in the pool which is my current design <laughs> issue right now so love would you mind if we had a pool which had a big metal pillar in the middle of it because that's what my design needs <laughs> yeah gotta work on that one yeah. um so there is where that um the okay. furniture that i renovated last year is going to go but actually i need to do a bit of renovation on that again because I the furniture yeah how's that possible get like you took it all apart your dad was here i, I yeah, remember yeah. the whole story we're talking over 40 hours of painstaking sanding yeah. and refinishing it's only two chairs 
But what <laughs> happened was a really stupid scenario, oh, which no. I agreed to, and I shouldn't have agreed to it. Which was, was it Na- Natalie's idea, was it? I'm not going to comment, <laughs> but let's see whether you can work out this solution. So her logic was... Oh, sorry, I've just ruined it, haven't I? Right. Could we have all the irrigation to come on during the night? So that Ooh. way, if the kids want to go out mm. during the day, or the dog for that matter, they're not getting wet. Okay, It's a sound idea. Okay, the problem with that is when something goes wrong on an irrigation system, because at that point you have no idea <laughs> yes. that it's gone wrong, right? and you're, you, you're none the wiser. Okay, so we had two different scenarios. The first thing that I found out about it was when my awesome next-door neighbour, Nad, came to me and went, mate, mate, are you aware that at 10.30 every night you've got Niagara coming out <laughs> of your driveway? I'm like, Niagara? He's like, yeah, I've never seen anything like it, the quantity of water that comes out of your place. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. I mean, you weren't aware. I'm like, I had no clue. It, it, it was drying up before we even got there. Yeah. So anyway, at that point, I physically thought, right, okay, time to have a look at this. Anyway, I only found 10 leaks in the whole, 10 leaks in the system. That's 10 too many. But also there were three, which is what Nad saw, which were- um, Oh, the geyser situation? No, no, basically what happened was there was uh, additional pipes that were originally Uh, fitted that had the normal bend over. You know when they bend it over and put the figure of eight- I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, those had long disappeared quite clearly. And so they were just pure jets coming out of it. So that was Niagara, as it, as it was uh, described. So, and then there are another seven around the garden that all needed dealing with. But, but one, and, and you are, and, and those who listen to the podcast, which of course you should be doing, you would know that you guys pretty much, you know, are shutters up at about 7.30 at night. Yeah, we're really at, early. At which point you move upstairs, yes. you put the dogs, you see, I listen to the podcast, yeah, good put the you. dog to sleep and then, and then away you go. Yes, we yeah. do. We relax upstairs, <laughs> normally with Dylan in the middle yeah, of the bed and watch something and talk. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we hadn't seen this, oh, but I, I fixed everything actually in 20 minutes. It didn't take me long oh, to solve good. all 10 because luckily I had a few spare bits around the about mm, and was mm. able to solve it. You are, we will fix it. Yeah, well, yeah, I suppose there is that. Um, but the, I was drenched by the end of it. Though. Has anyone ever managed to do irrigation repairs without getting soaked head to foot? It's all part of it, isn't it? Is, it? Because you have to turn it on. Yeah, of course, yeah. And then you work on it while it's, while it's live. Oh, man. Anyway, so I did all that. And I thought, well, apart from, apart from what Nad's been telling me, what, what else has this damaged? And then I saw the two chairs where just one leak had come over, mm. over and hit just these two chairs. Yeah, I get where you're going and here. Yeah, so it is, it is uh, damaged the T-coil. It's not dramatic. It's yeah. just a quick sand down and repair. The rest of it's immaculate, but I just need to get those two redone, um, which is only four hours, so it's not the end of the world for what, that. What's the irrigation system like in the new place? Odd. Odd. Um, <laughs> it is. So there is an irrigation system there, but there are no visible drippers apart from six on one tree and then the rest of it has trees all the way around the perimeter but with nothing visible that i can see fake grass which we're gonna have to change back um uh, just for the dog and because the kids don't bounce particularly well um but so that's going to be in time Um, but i can't understand where this irrigation (laughs) system's gone yet but we haven't obviously managed to go into it in any detail but we'll have to renovate all of that new pump and um, and away we go how are the windows Windows look better than the current ones, actually. They're original still, but they seem to be fitting a lot better than than the previous stuff. We've got a whole... um, For some reason, they ripped out the original um, gas... 
yeah. bottle right. hut, whatever you want to call that. Yeah. Put in a um, a wooden one eight years ago. Oh dear. No idea why. Yeah. We'll have to reinstate that because the wooden one's absolutely shot. There's a wooden fence that was originally aluminium that's gone as well. <laughs> nice so idea. Like, why? I mean, the wooden so, fence looks nice. Well, no, it did look nice eight years ago, yeah. but now it's just destroyed. Um, it's literally this. It's amazing. The thing, it. It's amazing. A, the thing, you know, the, 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 the fasteners that break, but also the stuff that eats the wood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I want to say it's termites, but I think it's wood-eating ants. Actually, there's something odd going on. So all that needs to come out and go mm. back to aluminium. But again, you know, we've got a minimum of four years, and I think it'll yeah. be much longer in this place. So now, it's going to be ongoing projects. What about the pigeon deterrent system that you currently have? Are you going to take that with you? Very tempted yeah. on the just for the simple reason. <laughs> just, you don't want to leave anything. Bloody mindedness. <laughs> However, in all reality, no, we will yeah. fit another one actually that's interesting i haven't even looked at that um i'll see yeah. whether or not if pigeons even come to this this particular house they might be too busy at my old house <laughs> to want to come so i'll i'll, I'll have a look the at landlord was going it. by every morning and feeding them uh, you know right he was unbelievable <laughs> um but uh, yeah we'll 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 take a look at that yeah. and um and see what's required but i mean it makes sense really if yeah. there's anything there we'll just put put up pure stainless steel and um that's it fit fit and, mm. and forget about yeah. it sounds yeah. exciting it is exciting there's so much work though which is just the worry yeah. and uh, as a family i don't think we're particularly good at having people in the house so having yeah. that number of workmen is part of the reason why there's Rick does this brilliant move for, for larger places where he splits it into two. So day one is everything that's non-essential. He leaves then the kitchen and the bedrooms. Oh, okay. So that way you can you can stay overnight on, on yeah. night two, which is kind of useful because what it means is, in effect, we don't really need to be in until the end of the second day, yeah, okay. um, which gives me that two-day window just to blitz it. Mm. And the problem is I've kind of sent the list to the guys this morning for this is what needs to be done on this timescale. And I know what they're thinking, which is, <laughs> well, what are we supposed to do about any other customer then? You know, yeah. you can have 96 staff at your place. Well, no, it's not going to be that many. But um, we, yeah. I just need to get everything that possibly done that I can do in a very short window yeah. um, just to make this kind of work. And before the family gets in, because after that, it makes it much more complex. Oh, man. Sounds, yeah. It sounds great, though. Yeah, it should be exciting. It's all happening. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. Now, hold on. You mentioned something else. The garage door is not uh, working. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to, I, that was one of the questions we had. So we got, we're getting to at least part of what we got here. Really? But yeah, the garage door. What's wrong with us? Uh, doesn't want to go right down to the ground. That was a question. What do we do? But what's going on with your garage door? So doesn't, it's it's an electric, electric garage door that oh. doesn't go up or down. Apparently. <laughs> doesn't go up. No. Is it just simply that it's off the track? Like someone pulled the emergency nope. release? No. Looks, looks, looks legitimate um but it, i then looked at the motor and oh. the motor has another motor attached to it <laughs> with a, a pcb loosely hanging or swinging in the wind with wires directly connecting one to the other oh, and dear. apparently it stopped working just of a coincidence about a month ago and i was trying not to chuckle down the phone i'm like you're not kidding i mean so uh, i quickly sent the pictures over to uh, to my head um, sparky and said look <laughs> Any ideas on these? He's like, yep, yeah, no issue at all. So that's getting booked in, uh, hopefully for tomorrow. Yeah. So it sounds to me like the motor's just gone and someone put a second motor on to... to that feels like what they've done. Yeah. And if that's the case, rip it out, put a new one in. in and we, we need to think for the long term. You know, we t yeah. we, it's interesting, we talk about this a lot, which is long-term fixes versus bodges. Yeah, yeah. And if, that, uh, if the previous tenant had bodged that, 
uh, which I have a feeling that's exactly what happened. They probably got no clue that that was botched. Right. Um, but Someone came and said, yeah, yeah, this is what we do. We do this in the ranches. This happens a lot. Yes, madam. Here's one option. Here's a 5,000 dirham option. Here's a 2,000 dirham option. Which one would you like? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, 2,000 dirhams. Right, well, in which case, it's just been bodged. So what we will do is do it absolutely and utterly right because we know we're going to be there for four years yeah. and it's more likely to be more than that. So why would I bodge something that's going to mm. fail in the time I'm going to be there? It's just complete false economy. So it, that's a real key factor for every place that we've ever moved into, which is when we do it, we're going to do everything right. And if it takes us time, it takes us time. But there is just no scenario whereby yeah. any property of mine is ever going to get botched. <laughs> I'm just not doing it. It's as simple. Is is it easy to 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 get the the stop system hooked up on these garage doors with yeah. these? Yeah. I mean, it, for this one, because it's already been fitted there, so assuming that the runners on both sides are, are okay and they look okay to me, um, then in effect, uh, the they normally come with just the motor and the track oh, okay. uh, for the motor itself and the pulley um, yeah, as one unit. And then that way, all you have to do is literally uh, attach it to the lever, which is on the door itself, and away you go. The, the main issue that you get here is the current one that I've got has an attached spring, which uh, takes a lot of load off the motor itself, yeah. which is sensible because when I looked at it, I thought, wow, that, that motor looks puny. And I actually signed it out of my current contract. So I thought, okay. you know, you've underspec this. Yeah. But actually what they'd done was they'd done a combi. So it uses the, the spring power ah. to assist the motor as it goes. Okay, which smart. It makes it A, slower yeah. um, in the first instance and secondly, noisier. Right. However- Well, that's that big. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it stops um, so much power being needed. Yeah. So I'm going to need a beefy unit, I think, if this needs a replacement to uh, to get this sorted. <laughs> Might be the reason why the motor failed last time, yeah, actually, under spec. I bet you. I bet you. But it's, uh, there's only one way, and it's the right way. I've seen a lot of garage doors around where I live that are all rusted on the bottom. And, you know, when I'm looking at this and I've seen one person who's done the bodge job, they've replaced one panel, door looks like hell. Yep. I've seen some who just don't bother replacing it. And it's all in the same, it, it's in the same kind of villa complex. Yes. And, and I've seen one person who's actually taken the time and gotten a new door. Yeah. Um, see, I'm not necessarily against that, which is um, an aesthetic scenario. Mm. Um, because we, you, we have to accept that there are limited funds available, especially in this environment right yeah. now. And for me, I would much prefer a mechanical repair to an aesthetic repair. Yeah. So the, the issue with that normally is the frames of garage doors are, are normally built of uh, galf, galvanized um, uh, steel, which can fail over time. Mm. Gal the process of galvanization is not 100%, and there's different See, I would have always thought it was. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, and the different qualities of galvanization. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you think about the traditional um, galvanized dustbin, yeah. And then you think about old oh, ones. Yeah. They're yeah. normally quite rusty. Yeah, yeah. Right. There you well go. then. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they do rust over time. And if you imagine the bottom of a garage door, especially, it's normally in houses that have gardeners. Yeah. And the gardener's there with his hose. Spraying her down. I'll clean down your driveway for you. I will thank you for wasting my water. And yeah. I don't see any benefit given you know, half an hour. <laughs> oh, I got to share this one with you. So I have this big tree. And it's not one of the tree. It's not the quickie tree. It's this other tree that's out front of my place. Oh, front. Oh, yeah. Okay. That that actually, I have one in the back, and yes, this is planted from a seed that came from that tree. Oh, awesome! So it's really cool, and it loses a ton of leaves at one point of the year, right? And my neighbor has their gardener, 
who I sure hope doesn't listen to the podcast. But anyway, speak faster. They're not home. (laughs) (laughs) They'll sweep all the leaves over onto my side of the the thing when they fall off because, you know, why would you just pick them up? No, no, I'm going to put them on the neighbors. They're his. (laughs) But it's windy here. So I often see them. I just see them and I'm going, the way the wind blows doesn't tend to blow them onto my yard it's going to blow them the other way right Beautiful. and it's just like so they spend a whole they get literally some with a hose often they'll be washing the bricks and hosing these leaves over and two hours later they're all back i love it <laughs> honestly sometimes the wonders of neighbors isn't it yeah just i love my neighbors they're actually really good neighbors so i've got good neighbors as well actually i've been very lucky i mean they're really, this time around. my neighbors are really nice actually because it, and this is a good thing and a bad thing they just keep to themselves and they're mm. not you know they're not in your face they're there they're yes. hey hey neighbor how's it going and yeah, you have a conversation but we don't socialize with my neighbor i no, mean we're I'm the not, same and i love that idea that hey if i really needed something i could knock on the door yes and i know that yeah what do you need i'm with you yeah and, but otherwise they're just great neighbors yeah so, that's good so the uh, see the other one with garage doors is um can you paint it oh i've no i've saw that's what they did on the one they painted it right they put i and i'm pretty sure They've gone with this trem clad rust proof paint. Ooh, lovely. You know that stuff? Yeah. 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 They've put that on or they use the spray can. I can't really tell because I don't want to spend too much time looking. And the the paint over the year has worn off. It looks like a dog's breakfast. Yeah, see, that's the problem, which is it wearing off. And if you imagine with a garage door, by its very nature, it needs to bend at the hinges. Well, there's flex that comes with that (laughs) on the flat panel itself, which means unless you have used a flexible primer, which most people, well, I would, but most people wouldn't, then you've got very little chance of that. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah. Flexible primer. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the standard stuff that you would use on, uh, for instance, car bumpers. Similar stuff. Okay. That's there where the technology I think originally started mm. off, um, but again, if you if you work with something like that and an exterior enamel, but then exterior enamel is normally shiny. Well, the shiny ones look terrible. So then you need to go for for quite a specialist yeah. um, type of uh, paint application. Just, for just on an aside here, not that we get a lot of these on the show, oh, no. but next time you see Glenn, yes. you need to do this deadpan, straight faced. Right. You need to tell him, Glenn. I've been looking at the We Will Fix It fleet, and I really think we should put chrome bumpers on all of these vehicles. That could be incredible. <laughs> but he hates chrome. so He hates uh, chrome. Oh, he can't stand chrome. Oh, I wish I'd done this earlier. <laughs> can't stand chrome, especially because he's freakishly tall, and no matter how he sits in a car, the light beams into his eyes off chrome bumpers. Oh, that's so brilliant. So I, I talk chrome bumpers all the time. In fact, I, I mean, I love chrome bumpers, as it would happen. But so and you know you can now get them dipped. So <laughs> see, can, even was, plastics, you can dip. See, I'm thinking I need that for the Jeep. A big chrome bumper on oh, it. And he, he, he just thought, you can't be serious. I'm so, I am. He's going, yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, we're going to play that one. So like, you got you to do a deadpan, though, because otherwise he's going to know that it's coming from this. I'll tell him it's a marketing plan. You <laughs> yeah, know? There you go. Marketing plan. What could be better than having chrome bumpers kept in pristine condition to promote our company? Let's see where we go with that one. That's quite something. So the garage door one, that's good. So you got that that sorted. And there's no dents. They haven't run their car into the garage door. Well, it's all up at the moment, so I haven't really seen it yet. So it's going to come to oh, the stage this is where not good. I'm either going to have to paint it or chrome plate it. There, chrome plate garage, garage doors. Well, here's another story. I'll talk about this for a segue. Right. In the 80s, when um, uh, when I was at home, so I'm, I must be about eight or nine, and we had this- In the like 80s? A, yeah, I was 75 I was born. 
Then, you know, you're, you're now suggesting that I've aged badly. I should literally, we should stop this here while no, I go no, and punch cause you. Because I, I, I've got like 10 years on you, right? So I'm just thinking you're saying I was eight or nine in the 80s. I'm going eight or nine in the 80s. That was the best music of my life. It's <laughs> the best music for me as but well. But then I was 20, right? So oh, man, <laughs> don't look it. It's, it's, an it's, it's when people say, oh, we're going into way oldies. We're going to go to the 80s. I'm going, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. <laughs> anyway, in the 80s, yeah. we had this, uh, our garage door was all wooden, but on a oh, runner. Right. Yeah, yeah. But it was on a, a runner at the top, and it, it, you pulled it round to the side. It was quite something. What with, a crazy. Well, it's yeah. like a fire. We used to, it looked like a fire station door. Neat. Yeah, I know it was. It was awesome. But then we had two incidents with my mum, which was <laughs> she was quite, kind of quite into bright colours, oh, and no. she persuaded <laughs> my dad to paint it sunflower yellow. Okay. Now, the issue occurred one day when the sun was at the wrong angle. Uh It hit the garage door as she was coming in, right? And it reflected off the garage door, blinded her, and she drove straight into the garage door, that side. So then she said, oh, right, okay. And she always called my dad Chubb. Still still does, I think. Um, She's like, Chubb, right, okay, we need a new colour on this. So I still want it yellow, but we'll go for a lighter yellow. And so dad was like, fine. We'll do that. Absolutely fine. But you're, you know, your dad's a perfectionist, so this would have been strip it down, repaint, reprime. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, no. He, would he went to it with a blowtorch <laughs> as a start point. Blowtorch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the old stripping technique. Yeah, yeah, oh. Absolutely. So gas blowtorch. <laughs> Actually, I think I think that was the one that finally changed into electric. Come to think about it, but he used a blowtorch. Everything. It was like <laughs> the standard standard. Get the blowtorch out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I spent most of my most of my childhood high off the fumes on that because I was just cheap labour. So I blowtorch mostly. So basically. That was all fine. Repainted the outside. Anyway, then about, it must have only been about three weeks later that my mum just had one of those moments where she totally forgot to open the garage door and drove the car through it from the other side. So she hit both sides of it in less than a month. And that was the end of it. Dad just rebelled at that Mm. point. We went down back to a brown door um, that Mm. she could just swallow Mm. as far as he was concerned. But uh, yeah. Garage doors. What do they got now? Because are they still in the same place? They are still in the still same, same place. Still the same kind yeah, of garage door? No, no, no. So now it's a, U, a UPVC wood effect. That actually uh, looks better than it sounds. Yeah. Sounds horrific. Yeah. Um, but a, an electric up and over. There um, but it's a big old door, that. Mm. Um, but uh, that workshop is where literally I learned 90% of, so, of what we did. But it, it's... Um, but that old door would so have just been... That, there can't be too many places with those still. Those no. slide sideways kind of... Well, it's very much of its era because yeah. the house was built in six. 68, I think. Okay. And it was obviously the original door. And again, dad had patched it on New Mexico, but he patched it his way, which was just you know, <laughs> absolutely perfect, <laughs> without a doubt. And um, you'd have never known that it wasn't uh, it wasn't original. It, it really is the way dad rolls. Oh, and um, so it was a shame, but it was showing its age um, just in terms of the design more than anything. Yeah. He'd, he'd managed, even after mum had driven through it from both sides once each time, it still looked yeah. totally immaculate by the end of things. But uh, no, it was time. Oh, man. And what's your dad thinking about this whole uh, move? Oh, that, that's just so supportive of everything. Yeah. It's, um, it's well, is he, is he angling to come and give you some assistance? Well, actually, my father-in-law, bless oh, him. Really? Had, um, he's, he's a very practical man as well. Um, and uh, if you remember, he was the gentleman who started the uh, the project last year when I was selling um, the kids' tree That's house. right. He helped and you with was, the sanding and the cleaning. Yeah. And he's also a perfectionist, clearly. He, he is. But then uh, then that one was uh, both fathers. Uh, yeah. So my, uh, my dad came out soon. Uh, actually, both parents came out soon after. And we finished the rest of the project with him, uh, which was lovely. It was a really good bonding experience. But... 
father-in-law has said, look, if I can get out, I'll be there and uh, be stood right alongside you as you're dealing with it. And I didn't really want to tell him, but look, foreign <laughs> things have changed these days. I, I delegate. So, <laughs> so, um, so I don't know whether he will, but he's, it would be great to have him involved with it yeah. as well. Um, and uh, no, huge support. We're really lucky that way. Everybody's yeah. supportive. And, you know, mother-in-law at the moment is looking after the kids at a drop of nice. a hat every time we need to go off to either Ikea or wherever else we're going for bits and bobs. So it's, it is, it's a big family effort. And it's, and it's great be, for her because it's still now, it's just a straight run down. Exactly. That was a really important straight run and take us. a right. Yeah. There we is. go. It is it's literally <laughs> that easy. So, um, yeah, we're really looking forward to it, but it's going to be a painful few weeks while we try and get everything that should have been done in a three month period compressed into two weeks. Your clocks, your your watch is going off, your phone is going off the hook. Do I need to let no, you know? No, 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 don't yes, worry. It's still got a few fine. more minutes? No, no, that's perfectly normal. It's probably just, car, it is car trading, no less. <laughs> These are the latest auctions going off in Dubai right now. This is my phone. Are, are there lots of cars being sold? There must be t- must be so many people unloading or who've defaulted and cars have been collected and must be some bargains. It's off the scale right now. So much so that I am now opting out. I am selling everything that I've got. In fact, I haven't got much left now, thank goodness. I've still got the MG. Oh, God, the I know, MG. I, this MG, this was, this, I, I've been hearing about this MG also for months. Six months, I think yeah. it's been now. Yeah. I've driven this it This is once. a nightmare. It's a nightmare, this vehicle. Oh, no, I love it. I know you love it, but. Yeah, I mean, for anyone else who is actually looking for a car that works. <laughs> well, now you've fixed nightmare. everything on it. Well, like, no, it's not fixed yet. That's the problem. We, we, you got the wiring done though. Wiring's done. Yeah, we've yeah. still we've got all so the what's parts. Broken? So all the parts for the gear sticker apparently didn't even know it had a gear stick issue. And <laughs> um, the main issue right now is the ABS control unit, which uh-huh. uh, we had ordered. It arrived at the dealer. It then disappeared to somebody else's car. So oh. yeah, and now Glenn, bless him, is having lots of fun and games trying to work out. They fired pretty much everybody because apparently it was rife. Uh-huh. And now we're just trying to work out what's next. Um, uh-huh for that one but I think that's going to be an ongoing fun project uh, the Yaris that I bought if you, I don't know whether I told you about that one for Kevin um, who joined us again yeah, yeah. temporarily I sold uh, yesterday so right now I've only got one additional Pajero I've got the MG I'm sure I've got oh and yeah I've got an XC90 a, a Volvo Ooh. XC90 oh. as well uh, which is waiting on parts or half of an XC90 because I bought that one with Dan as a bit of fun okay um, so we're down to so that's five cars in total including the usual yeah. ones um, which is the lowest I've been in a long long time yeah so are you still still in love with Pajeros oh yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 without a doubt but the market is just so on its on its posterior right now. Yeah. To give you an idea, I'd agreed a, a rate on a uh, a Pajero, it was a 2016. Well, that's brand uh, new. Yeah, 10, 10 days ago. Yeah. And now uh, there was a delay from their side. And I said, look guys, I can only give you this price for three days. They came back to me yesterday and yeah. literally the price dropped 6,000. And I didn't, I didn't make another offer because that's right. not the way I roll. But I just yeah. said to him, look, guys, I'm really sorry. I can't stick to that. Uh, I know what price you need, but it, it's, it's out of trade territory now. Wow. And um, it, it, over the next two to three weeks now, the price will tank more. So I, I may well hold on to my one um, for till like September time. Wow, like that's incredible. Oh, it's just, I mean, every year you get a really hard tank, but it's mm. not like this year. Mm. This is just a bloodbath for, for car prices. It really wow. is. Well, there's, you know, a lot of people taking leave. I mean, we, it's uh, awful. Even, it's even the Indian market, we hear folks heading back to India, which I, I'm, I'm just holding my head in disbelief because I'm trying to figure out practically where all of these employees have worked. Yeah. 
because now either those places have closed down or they've gone to a much reduced workforce. Yes. And that's a lot of people that have left. It's so, um, I mean, it's global. I mean, it's a global thing. It is global, thing. but it, it's just awful. And when you get the, you know, we, we've mentioned before how lucky we as yeah. a company have been. Um, but to have so many of your friends impacted by it is, is okay. just awful. Oh, so we're, awful. we're at the Rove in the secret podcast room. Yes. And I was talking with the folks down in the lobby as I was coming in. And they were saying one of the big challenges they face in the Rove, I got to say, has been for their employees. And mm. I don't know if you know about this. So no, I'm going to let this out of the bag. I like the Rove though. So the Rove kept all of their employees, as far as I know, as, as what yep. I've been told from, from some folks in senior management, kept all of their employees and all of the folks who are not in management didn't get the salary cut. Wow. Apparently. That's what I was told. That's quite something when you've gotten zero revenue. Yeah. And some of the hotels like the one we're in are not open. Yeah. So you've got your entire staff not being let go and they're still paying them. Um, that's just wonderful. And I'm keeping them working. But so the, the reason I say this, no, the problem is, is you and I are in situations where we've got friends, we've got acquaintances, we've got just, you know, people you meet in your neighborhood yes. who have lost their jobs. We've still got our jobs. Yes. We're still getting paid. And you kind of look at it and go, yeah. it's, it's hard to, it's hard to talk to them. Like you don't want to. No, you just don't want to cause more, more, no. more pain. Um, and you know, it's the thing that really, really is upsetting. It's it, they are all to a man, good people who don't yeah. deserve this. Yeah. It's just, they're a victim of circumstance. Yeah. And that's the hardest. I think that's the hard one for anyone to put their I agree. around. Like, how do you deal with that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to sign us off, but I'm going to keep, do we got, we still do, do we have a 10 minutes with Colin? Do we I hadn't even thought about okay. it. Okay. So we're going to, so next, next round, our next podcast, we'll have 10 minutes with Colin. We're going to, we're going to hit back in on the faucet questions and the washroom fan questions. And yeah. who knows how many more of these I'll have lined up. And of course, as I keep saying to people, if you got questions, email them through or send them through on the socials, email them to podholics with a K at gmail.com. Send them to you at we will fix it if you like, Always. but hit us up on the socials podholics with a K and send us your questions and we'll get them on the podcast. It's that simple. And of course, you know, we, we get to have great conversations. It's been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> Which means we're going to do it all again really soon. We will fix it. Essential maintenance is where Colin is. Those guys are doing a bumper job. You can find them online, of course, as well as us. Podaholics with a K at gmail.com. As I said, Podaholics with a K on the socials, www.podaholics.com. I don't know how you're listening to us. However it is, leave us a comment, rate us, and we'll do it all again really soon. You have been listening to the We Will Fix It podcast.